Hi there, guys. I'm Steffi Stuff, and this is Bobby, and this is an episode of Between Two Teeth. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. I uh, I've got some uh, kind of a cool kind of cool info. We oh. s- we started a uh, an improv class. That's right. We started improv in in true Between Two Teeth fashion. We started at level two. Yeah, not Instead one, level, level one. two. We said we're way better than level one, obviously. Well, it was a scheduling challenge that did not work out well, and uh, that was part of the challenge. Well, we are so glad you're joining us. So we're going to talk about improv. What did you what'd you learn? I love it. Yeah, so I the what I learned with improv is it's a lot more about defining your set, setting who, what, and where where oh. you are. Yes. I figured out I'm a really bad listener. Well, it all you are a very bad listener and it's also about supporting your person on set. So if I start, you know, pretending that I'm drinking a cup of coffee and and Bob comes up and starts doing something completely different, uh it, it the the play doesn't work. The screen doesn't work. I agree with that and I am a crazy planner. And so even when, you know, we're in a line and we're getting ready to go up and do something with someone else and I've got a plan in my mind, they, but then they react differently and I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, and I got to change plans. Even if you try to front load a scene is what they call it where, uh, because they wanted us to know who, what, or so who, what was y'all's relationship? So who are you doing it with? Was it, were you, were you playing sister, brother, or, um, husband, wife? And then they wanted to know what you were doing and they wanted to know where you were doing it. So Bob gets up there on this first one and he's like, I'm in Colorado with my sister and <laughs> we know. are digging. I'm like, gee, dad, I'm glad we're on the Colorado <laughs> mountains with this telescope that you just and, bought me. And the instructor was like, wow, Bob, way to front load the scene. It was too much detail. But it was nice because we got a, a, an introduction into what front loading a scene was. And I think your comment prior was excellent where you talked about, hey, you know, it's okay to kind of have an idea, but you're the second person will really determine where that goes ultimately. Can I say something? I'll take that as a yes. I'll take the silence as yes. What it taught me, I'm not afraid of many things. And I was afraid to do this improv class. And I was, I was super extra, well, maybe not super extra afraid, but I was more afraid because we were skipping to level two. And so they had expectations that we knew how to do certain things. And so before we started, we literally signed up like an hour and a half before the class. And I pulled up some YouTube channel things on Jason Sudeikis kind of talking about uh, improv. Basic improv. And one of the things that I loved, and I forget which YouTube clip, but they said, you're, you're going to fail a lot of times on this stuff. And, and that's okay. You're going to do something that you're going to do a scene with somebody and it's not going to, it's not going to be funny. And, and that's the, that's the thing, you know, we're also kind of reading some of these entrepreneurial books and well, we aren't. You are. <laughs> I am. I can't get into books right now. That's all. Like, well, I'm listening to some Audible stuff, but I'm mostly a podcast guy. And, but. and what I'm, uh, what I'm, what I'm finding in some of these books is that most of the time, people don't go after that big idea because most of the time, you're probably going to fail first, and failure's hard. And so, 
people don't want to go through that first awkward, weird failure. I'm okay failing, but I was surprised that I I was so nervous going into improv. Like, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. I like to talk. But I think part of it is, and I hate to admit this, but part of it was you really have to work with that second person or the third person. It, it's definitely teamwork. And you have to lob lob the ball up. Am I using the right it's terminology like there? You got to lay it up for somebody. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And it was really nice. The instructor, you would do these scenes and these scenes were about 15 seconds or less. And the instructor would <laughs> kind of ring a bell when she was done. Saved by the bell. Yeah. It's done seeing it. And the cool part was the magic happened when we would break down the scene and mm. we'd be like, okay, so who were you guys to each other? And if you couldn't answer it, then you're, it, it taught you something. You're like, oh, okay. So if you had started the scene, you're like, man, maybe I wasn't specific enough. But if you were the second person on the set, you're like, I didn't define it either. And so you start realizing that it's not one person that that saves it or, or doesn't save it. It's actually can the team themselves, you know, get to that that place and and trust each other appropriately. Yeah. Now I hear I hear what you're talking about. And so I would I would absolutely recommend improv for anyone trying to get outside their comfort zone and uh, take some classes. You're going to end up meeting people that are very different uh, from you and from each other, which is brilliant. It's great. And for me, it was awesome because I never get to act. And it was great getting You were actually really terrific at it. Oh, man. Thanks. I thought you oh. were really funny. Thanks. Oh. And it was so cool because you get to be in this safe space where even if it's bad, it doesn't matter because it's so the failure cool, is okay. And so that's the, what I'm telling you. When I, when I, when we watched that YouTube show before, I'm like, this is fantastic to know that, that right. you're going to fail so a the, lot on this. So the cool thing about improv, the reason it's such a safe space is because it's not about trying to be funny. You're trying to, especially in these intro level classes, you're just trying to establish who are you to each other, what are you doing, and where are you doing it? And so it's kind of really basic acting and setting the stage. And so if you are a terrible actor, it ends up being funny. So success. Mm. But if you're a great actor, then you end up accomplishing what you set out to do. So it's a win-win no matter what you do when you get there. And and I just, I love that space. That space just kind of was magical for me because it just seemed like a no-fail space, a, a real safe space. I agree. Yeah, so definitely would consider that for anyone who is looking at a, a way to get outside their comfort zone, work better in a team. And in communication. Yeah, and communication. I, I think a lot of people in the class were certainly there to get out of their comfort zone and work on communication. And the coolest thing I thought was our emphasis on nonverbal communication. We called mm. it object work. And I thought this was real slick because a lot of times in life, nonverbal cues are a big difference maker. And so the instructor encouraged us in these scenes that, you know, some scenes we couldn't talk. It was just objects. And then after the scene was over, like, okay, well, what do you think she was doing? Or what do you think he was doing? Sometimes it'd be right on. Sometimes it'd be way different. And and you really got to look-see into nonverbal cues. I could be, you know, painting a fence, but someone might think I'm getting, you know, a can of soup out of the cupboard. 
And, and it just kind of goes to show you perspective is everything. And even when you introduced very limited dialogue, it was still wild. And, and so I just kind of translate that. You can translate into life, any relationships you have, or even, you know, we're in, we're in dentistry. So even in the dental office and you start to realize how relationships break down so quickly. And it doesn't mean people are bad. It's just the communication's off. The thing I love about improv after taking one level two class, the thing I think that I will enjoy is for me to be better at picking up cues. And and I thought I was pretty good. If if you're if you're interacting with anybody, for us as oral microphage surgeon and periodontist, you're interacting with patients routinely, knowing that you're you're looking at what cues they're giving you. you you've got to be in the moment, meet them where they're at, and anything you can do to work on that is awesome. And, and to have fun doing it. That's pretty cool too. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm so excited where this experience is going to take us. I think both of us will be better communicators uh, as a team. And that's the tricky part mm. is that I, I, I think that one-on-one, I don't know about you, but one-on-one, I, I feel like I'm, I'm decent at communicating when there's no one else around. I don't feel rushed. I don't feel like I've got to jump in and say something, I can really focus on that one person, all my attention's on them. When you start to get multiples in a room or you start to feel as though it's not a safe space, what maybe, you know, you have to rely on your wit or you have to- Are you witty? Yeah, or you have to rely on your size to get seen or it's all competition, who gets heard, especially in a new group when roles are just being established for the first time. That competition, you know, it's not- it, it really challenges your ability to communicate and communicate very quickly. And so for me here, being in this group, it's just been awesome. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah. We'll see how the second class goes. Yeah. First class. They'll probably kick us out of the second class when they realize <laughs> that we were not supposed to be yeah, in the second exactly. class. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You that's, know, they're, that's they're the explaining way. the game Listen. to Bob and Bob's not listening. I literally well. was and, not present. And she goes, no, 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 no. Three lines yeah. only. Okay. We had to All do right. this three line thing with finger puppets and... Yeah, yeah you, I didn't uh, listen to the instructions. Your finger puppets talk way too much, which, if like, that's surprising to oh anybody. Oh, no. The first two things. And the problem was we're in a circle. I was the first guy to go like each time. And there were things that were assumed that we knew from taking level one. And I'd love to do this game as we're kind of wrapping this up. Uh, let's do this game, uh, Words of Wisdom for Monday. And, and this game is about, uh, it goes back and forth, and you can do it in a big group. Uh, mm. But what Bob and I are about to do here is we're going to go back and forth and each say one word and create uh, hopefully what hopefully is uh, some, some lasting wisdom. This is wisdom. a good idea. Yeah, so so we're it's got to gonna, be specific to This is to Bob wisdom? and stuff, one class into improv. Okay. Let's see what we've learned yeah, about see, setting up this. the scene. Are you ready when we start? I was born ready. You start, sure. The. Way. Is. The. Path to truth. Period. That's oh, really good. The way is the path to truth. Okay, let's do okay, one more. Let's do one more. Can I start this? Please. Super frowny. Can I start again? Wow. I messed up. Are you really going to throw yeah, me that? I am. Wow. Super califragilistic expialidocious is a formidable word to use in almost every sentence. 
Oh, that's Let's awesome. Let's do one more. We're going to do one more. This one's going to be real fun. Oh. Now, listen, life is all about expectation management. What if it's a disaster? I think you are so very inexplicably awesome. Period. Thank Period. you. We oh, think you're awesome, guys. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. If you love what we do, please hit the subscribe. Thanks for listening. Shout out.